It's time to get casually uncomfortable with your host, Chuck Jerome. Viewer discretion is advised. Oh, yeah. You know what time it is. It's time for another episode of Casually Uncomfortable with me, your host, Chuck Jerome. Thank you. Thank you again. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be all about music. There will be bonus content at the end, so don't run off. Who doesn't like music? Come on, right? Plus, I have a musical artist coming to the show today, my friend, The Search Within. This is actually him playing right now. Oh, you like that? Go check him out. The Search Within. Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, Spotify. Check him out. He's there. And for me, don't forget, Facebook, Instagram, casually uncomfortable. I'm there. If you can't find me, Google me. You'll definitely find me there. Let's do this. Music. What up? What up? What up? Mmm, I didn't give you the high one that time. (laughs) What up, everybody? Hope everybody's doing well. I am doing great. Swimmingly. Fantastic. So, before we go any further, my guest today is a good friend of mine. You can find him on Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen to music. He's there. All right. The search within. When you're searching for him, search the S R C H W T H N. The search within. Check him out. This episode is all about music and how it moves us through the universe and this thing that we call life. You know what I'm talking about? Just think about it. Music can control any type of situation. It's so crazy. If you're feeling sad, there's sad songs. If you're feeling happy, there's happy songs. If you're pumped up and you need to go for some fucking some rage out music, there's something for that. You want to listen to some rap? You got it. You know, maybe you're feeling a little fancy and uh, you want to go for some polka music. Hey, it's got a good little beat. So uh, what's the problem? (laughs) And uh, you don't have to kid yourself. You're probably listening to the same shit that I am. And I mean, I <laughs> I have a pretty eclectic style of uh, music. Seriously, I can listen to it all. It doesn't matter. As long as it's got a good beat, <laughs> sign me up. All right, so here's something. A little fun fact for everybody. I used to listen to a good bit of Creed and Nickelback. <laughs> good times, good times. I didn't tell anybody, but uh, yeah, I listened to it. I listened to it quite a bit. And you know why? You know why I listened to Creed and Nickelback? The only reason was because they always had theme songs 
on uh, the WWE wrestling events. Like the one song, My Sacrifice. That's the only reason I know that. Because of professional wrestling. Also something that I hold very dear to my heart. It is it is not uh, <laughs> something to be played around with. You can hurt yourself there. Uh, it's fun. It's uh, it's a lifestyle. It really is because you really have to want that. I wanted it for a little bit, but uh, we'll definitely talk about that another time. So back to this Nickelback and Creed. <laughs> I mean. I already made myself vulnerable to everybody, and I told everyone that my pump-up song was Taylor Swift's Shake It Off. I mean, it does it. It does it. Um, <laughs> don't look at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> don't, uh, don't you dare. Don't you dare. That song is telling you what to do. Just shake it off. Say, fuck it. Keep moving on. And the band's going to play, and the haters going to hate. But guess what? Guess what? You got to keep moving on. Guess what? You got to make the moves up as you go. And that's what they don't know. Mm-mm. <laughs> yep, that's my jam. I love all types of music. All types. And if you looked at my Spotify and saw some of the crazy shit, you would think I was insane. (laughs) And then you would jot down some of those names and listen to some of that shit. Because it is the shit. It's got a good beat. That's what I like. Something you can eventually move to. I hate when people go, Oh, I like all types of music. But then you go, oh, do you like country? And they're like, ah, fuck no. I don't like that shit. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Who doesn't like country? You have to have at least one country song. Or at least one song that you didn't know was a country song. Seriously. Seriously. Have you never heard Tennessee Whiskey? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) So the first country song that I really remember like being drilled into my head (laughs) was Where the Corn Don't Grow. And fuck, who was that? Uh, Travis Tritt. I I remember this. It was uh, middle school and the bus driver. That's all she listened to. She had that motherfucking song on repeat. It was insane. Where the corn don't grow. Now imagine that over and over. Where the corn don't grow. You're like, fuck. I fucking hate corn. (laughs) Fuck you, corn. Quit growing. So they can fucking stop singing. Mother fuck. (laughs) All right, all right, all right, all right. Before I go off on something that I don't know where the fuck I was going... I'm going to get back on track. I am going to go over my music styles, what I like, how I got them. All right, so oldies were the biggest part of my upbringing. My grandparents listened to a lot of oldies, and in turn, 
I had to. And the cool thing was, it wasn't like I didn't want to. I listened to all of it. I'm telling you, they they didn't care if it was oldies, you know, something with a good beat. I was ready to listen to it with them. Groups like The Temptations. I remember one time I went to the store and I got a Temptations CD. Like, I was all about The Temptations. Like, uh, what was that one song? I know they had, like, My Girl, Ball of Confusion. But the one song I remember was called I Wish It Would Rain. That was a good one. Day in, day out, my tear-stained face pressed against the window pane. My eyes searching the skies desperately for rain cause raindrops behind my teardrops. No one will ever know that I'm crying, crying when I go outside. To the world outside my tears, I refuse to explain. I just wish it would rain. Yeah, shit like that. I just, that is what I remember in the lyrics from The Temptations. <laughs> All right, so uh, Nina Simone, The Commodores, James Brown, George Clinton, Stevie Wonder, people like that. They would listen to that type of music. That is my go-to. If I don't know what to listen to, put on some oldies. That's it. And the cool thing about that, all you have to type in, oldies, and you get everything that you want. Calm, cool, collected music. You get something that's going to have you jumping around. Something that's going to have you laying down. It's got every mood in it. And the fucking vocals are just amazing. Now, one group I can't say that I remember hearing them play a lot of were the Beatles. And I started enjoying the Beatles because in high school, I went over a friend's house. And uh, I'm going to have to make sure that they listen to this episode because they get a little shout out here. But I went over to their house and them or their parents had the Beatles playing on the radio. And I think, I think it was like Eleanor Rigby. Eleanor Rigby picks up the rice in the church where a wedding has been. Lives in a dream, waits at the window, wearing a face that she keeps in a jar by the door. Who is it for? And that became one of my favorite Beatles songs. But he got me into that. And just so they know who they are, if they even remember this, they had this bandana that had a lion on it. A lion head on the bandana. I forget it was hanging up or someone had it. But they gave it to me. Him or his parent. I can't remember. But uh, this was... (laughs) My God, this was years, years ago. And uh, yeah, so you, sir, were the sole reason that I even started listening to the Beatles and enjoying them and still listen to them. So uh, thank you so very much. So as I've said many, many times before, 
I was all about professional wrestling. It's changed now. Wrestling has changed. I don't know. I'm not all about it. But whatever. I used to listen to just the wrestling themes. And then, you know, from time to time, (laughs) all the time, I would pretend like I was coming down the ramp into the ring. It was crazy. (laughs) I had every wrestling CD that there was. And there was a lot. I remember the WWE did an anthology CD from the different decades. And I listened to them all. I got to find it. I think I have it somewhere. But I had it all. They did one where they did like a rock and metal style. They did like Limp Biscuit and crazy shit like that. I had that. Man, those were good times. Me and my buddies all got those. And we'd all listen to it and know that shit word for word. (laughs) Now, once I got out of high school and moved to college and went up to the mountains, I started listening to a lot of rock and metal and some country from time to time. But uh, that's where I started listening to Led Zeppelin, The Who, Rolling Stones. Before, I didn't really listen to that type of stuff. But once I got up to the mountains, that was the, <laughs> that was the preferred style of music. And uh, I enjoyed it. I really did. Been dazed and confused for so long, it's not true. Wanted a woman, never bargained for you. Lots of people talking, few of them know. Soul of a woman was created below. And then when I listen to that type of music, it's always got to be a calm setting. That kind of music, I, I can't listen to it all amped up or anything. I like that to be, you know, I'm sitting in my backyard. I'm relaxing. I'm grilling maybe a beer or two, a blunt or five, you know, one of those combos, one or all, however it may be, however the week had been. But I'm relaxing, just enjoying myself. That's what I think when I, uh, you know, hear that type of music. Now I'm in college, hanging out with the wild crowd, listening to a lot more metal music than I had ever listened to in my entire life. Stuff like Black Sabbath, Slipknot, Slayer, Judas Priest. Uh, Actually, uh, a big band that I remember because we used it as a wrestling theme was Pantera. And I think the song was Walk. (laughs) That was the earliest, but uh, in college, for those group of people that I hung out with, they listened to that kind of stuff. And uh, I mean, I remember... Blah. I remember listening to Motorhead because that was always Triple H's theme song. It was done by Motorhead. And uh, yeah, I listened to them. Little Ace of Spades. Like, (laughs) I listened to it all, man. I listened to it all. I'll have to let this buddy know to uh, listen to this episode because this friend of mine He listened to all that type of music, that metal and stuff like that, Pantera and Slipknot and Slayer and stuff like that. 
maybe not Slayer, but uh, he would listen to all that type of music. And he got me into this band called Clutch. They have a very unique style. I remember I was listening to it. I was in his Jeep. The top was off. He just got this CD and he is blasting it. And I'm like, okay, uh, I don't know what's going on, but it sounds great. And uh, (laughs) actually, maybe a month later, I went out and got the CD. And it was Clutch, Strange Cousins from the West. That's my favorite CD by them. Strange Cousins from the West. I loved it. I listened to it all the time. And I know what happened. The only reason I don't have it is because, uh, don't worry, everything's all right. But years ago, I got into a car accident, and uh, that was one of the things that got broken. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to actually go out and get that so I can have a hard copy of it. Shit. Do they even make CDs anymore? Probably not. (laughs) No, that shit's a fucking ancient relic. (laughs) But, yeah. He got me into Clutch. I used to check him out. Uh, And then the other song that he would always listen to was uh, Cypress Grove. I'll blast that shit like it's nobody's business. Yep, Cypress Grove. Check it out. Check it out. And uh, thank you, sir. Thank you for that. So my like for country music started around the same time as the metal and the rock because that was up in the mountains. And like I said, the only other station (laughs) was six other country stations. So I had to listen to it. But I don't remember too many names. I just remember uh, this one person that I remember up there. They were all about Dolly Parton. So I would listen to some Dolly Parton, some Willie Nelson. They would give stuff like that. Um, Glenn Campbell, Rhinestone Cowboy. Hell yeah, all day. Like a rhinestone cowboy. Riding out on a horse in a star-spangled rodeo. Kenny Rogers? Come on now. The gambler? You got to know when to fold him. Know when to hold him. Know when to walk away. Know when to run. Don't forget. You never count your money when you're sitting at the table. There'll be time enough for counting when the dealing's done. Johnny Cash, I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. Man in Black, Folsom Prison, that kind of shit. I remember his last song that I I remember listening to was uh, Hurt. It was actually done by Nine Inch Nails, but then he did it, slowed it down, made it Johnny Cash style, and it sounded awesome. Hurt by Johnny Cash. Check it out. Check it out. Uh, Here's a little fun fact. In college, I had the chance to go see the Doobie Brothers but I didn't go do it. I don't know why I should have seen them. They're older now. Uh, the only song that I really knew was uh, Listen to the Music. 
Whoa, whoa, listen to the music. Yeah, I didn't really want to do this part, but uh, yeah, listen to the music, check it out. Um, yeah, I, I should have done it. You know, you, you think of like events that you should have done and going to, and you're like, man, I should have done that. That's one of those. I'm like, man, why didn't I go? I was probably doing absolutely nothing, saying I was studying, probably dicking off somewhere when I could have seen the Doobie Brothers and listened to the music. (laughs) So it definitely wasn't until much later in life, like I was almost 27 when I actually really listened to any uh, EDM-type music. You know, that fucking uh, club music, jumping around, doing that kind of stuff, like some uh, Skrillex or Dead Mouse and Major Lazer. That's the kind of stuff I'll listen to. Don't get me wrong. I don't know any of the fucking songs, (laughs) but I will definitely jam out and go to a fucking concert and swing around some uh, glow sticks like a fucking maniac. I would love to do that. But then I think to myself, oh shit, you're getting a little older. Does uh, insurance cover heat stroke? (laughs) You know, something like that's going to be fucking packed. Oh, shit. Maybe this is not a good idea. I mean, I'll still wave around the sticks like a maniac, even without a lot of people around me. (laughs) Don't worry. I'll be fine. (laughs) Oh, man. I remember all through college and after college, through all the crazy vehicles that I had, I listened to quite a bit of rap, not when I was younger, only when I was older, like uh, Nelly. (laughs) Now that's older, but uh, he ain't doing shit anymore. Uh, But Outkast, T.I., Juvenile, Young Jeezy, Lil Wayne. Now, the older Lil Wayne, not that new shit that he was doing. I don't know what the fuck he was doing. Maybe that's why he fucking disappeared. I didn't listen to uh, a lot of mixtapes, but there was a mixtape master back then, uh, Chameleon Air. Yeah. Damn it. I can't think of any songs off the top of my head. But uh, (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and add him to the list of music to check out again. It's been a while. Mike Jones. Who remembers that? Back then they didn't want me. Now I'm hot. They all on me. That was that was uh, the time of like Slim Thug, Paul Wall, the Grill Master himself. <laughs> I listened to all of that shit. That's the kind of shit that I listen to. These new rappers, I don't know what the fuck they're saying, what the fuck they're doing. I, I just don't understand it. But like I said, some of it it has a good beat, so I'll listen to it. <laughs> I guess I should probably uh, figure out the lyrics. At least with uh, older shit by Lil Wayne, he had like he had you thinking. <laughs> like I just remember this one song. He was like, "That AK to your face, knock half off like coupons." What? Who's saying shit like that? Nobody. Just him. That's what I liked. But again, I don't know what the fuck they're saying now or what they're talking about, or doing, or any fucking thing. 
All right, so I found a lot of crazy music, and um, I, I keep it on my uh, my music list, and it's probably the same fucking 20 songs that I'll play over and over. Uh, has anyone heard of the Lonely Island Boys? That's that uh, Andy Samberg group. They were always on uh, Saturday Night Live. Um, what's the song? I just had sex. I threw it on the ground. Uh, shit like that. Jack Sparrow. Look this up. <laughs> These are more of the comical songs that I like. I, I listen to a lot of, don't judge me, epic rap battles. If you uh, go on YouTube, Look up uh, ERB, and that will bring up, uh, they do these battles of people in history, like they did one with uh, Stevie Wonder versus Wonder Woman, Elvis Presley versus Michael Jackson, uh, Jacques Cousteau versus Steve Irwin. They do all kinds of stuff. Anything, everything. They did one with Deadpool and Boba Fett. All kinds of shit. And they just rap battle. And they have uh, videos up, and it's fucking hilarious. And the songs have good beats, so uh, I'll listen to the fucking songs. And you should, too. For a different style, you should definitely check out The Gorillas. They, uh, I know you've heard their songs, uh, like Feel Good, Inc., and, uh, what is that, Sunshine or some shit? I don't know. No, it's called uh, Clint Eastwood. But yeah, check it out. I'm not going to sing it. <laughs> All right, so what I'm saying is I have embraced every style of music. And you should too. Give it a chance. What I do is I hit random on my music and it'll put me in something where it'll put all types of music of that genre just randomizes it so I'll get songs that I've never heard of and then I'll just find new artists every day every day that I listen I find a new artist like uh, you should check out this one woman her name's Morgan James she did a cover of Dream On by Aerosmith. Beautiful. Beautiful. And the way I found her was on YouTube. This guy, he has a page. It's called uh, Scott Bradley's Postmodern and Jazz. And that was one of the uh, CDs. And what he does, he gets people to come on the show and sing a song. Like one woman came on the show and she did a New Orleans jazz-style rendition of Sweet Child of Mine. That was amazing. Check it out. It's on YouTube. Uh, Scott Bradley. That's the kind of stuff. And then more recently, I have listened to a style of music called Chap Hop. And what that is, it's a English-style hip-hop 
with like the steampunk culture kind of interwoven into it. The music is happier and upbeat, lots of pianos and stuff like that. It's uh, different. But I really started listening to that, uh, and I would listen to Professor Elemental, All In This Together. Uh, That's the song I I use quite often when I'm posting something on Instagram. It's just uh, happy, upbeat, and the music really, really, what I like, it promotes you being you. Live your life, be yourself. Don't let anybody stop you. Have fun with it. And, and that's, that's the kind of music that I like. So check out Professor Elemental. And uh, there's this new person. I've never really listened to him, but I'm going to check him out also. They are Mr. B and the Gentleman Rhymer. And now, coming to the stage, Giggles the Cloud. Mommy, I'm scared. Do you have anything more like... Oh, shit. What the fuck? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. Yeah, here we go. Last time we get a fucking clown off of Craigslist. It's the little things that I miss the most. Your perfume on my old t-shirt. When I play you a song and you sing along to every word. I miss the way your hands used to fit in mine. How you always knew just what to say to ease my troubled mind. Wow, I was just thinking about it. My first CD that I ever bought and was carded for was 50 Cent, Get Rich or Die Trying. (laughs) Holy shit. I remember. And guess what? I went to a Kmart and got that CD. (laughs) And I was old enough. They carded me. I was like, hell yeah, I got it. That's my first CD. Now, the second CD I got as a gift was Nelly's Country Grammar. I got that as a gift from my grandfather. Man, CDs feel like so long ago. You know what I'm glad about? That music files are so much smaller than they used to be. Because who remembers, who had an MP3 player? Like back then, phones, there was no fucking way a phone could handle being a phone and a music player. At least properly. For a while. And then, if you had a phone that was decent enough for that, you only had like 
10 songs on there. Because <laughs> those fucking phones were garbage. But then you get an MP3 player, and you were a king amongst peasants. Because guess what? At that point, you could hold 20 songs. Ooh, are you a fucking wizard? So yeah, I remember uh, (laughs) for a while I had MP3 players. And then everybody had them, and then you could get them for a fucking dime a dozen. Now if you look at an MP3 player, you're like, ooh, get that fucking doorstop out of here. What is that for? Does it even work? Probably not. Probably fucking not. But yeah, music has come a long way. I have, on my Spotify, I have over 500 songs just sitting there, ready to be listened to. If I had an MP3 player, I would have had to fucking fill the backpack up with just random MP3 players to have all these songs. Fuck. That would have sucked. What do you want to listen to today? Shuffling through a bag, be like, I don't know, whichever one I'm pulling out, I listen to that type of music. (laughs) Who else is guilty of listening to the same damn song over and over and over and over again? Because I am. I put my hand up. Don't worry. I definitely am. I'll find two songs and those will be the two songs for the day. Over and fucking over. I'm also really bad about uh, keeping it on one song. Let's say I'm in charge of the music in the car. Yeah, just don't do that. Because I want to hear all the songs. I'll listen to one minute of this song, 30 seconds of this song. I'm guilty. I do it all the time. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's a habit now. Yeah, you get to a song, you're like, all right, yeah, I like that part. Oh, shitty part's coming up. Boop, next song. Oh, starts out fine. Let's do this. Da-da-da-da-da. Boom. chuk uh chuk whoop Yeah, here we go. And you're like, oh, fuck. It's getting bad. Boop. You don't even fucking finish it. <laughs> you just keep rolling on. Keep rolling, baby. <laughs> keep rolling, 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 rolling. That's where I was going. Little uh, Limp biscuit. Anybody? Like, I like a good song that was inspired by another song. And I'm not saying stealing. I'm saying just inspired. Because there are people out there that go out and they'll steal the song, never pay credit to the artist. I'm not talking about that kind of stuff. You know, maybe they their inspiration was drawn from this song or this artist. And they're like, okay, I'm going to, you know, incorporate this, but not outright stealing. Like, uh, Come Together by the Beatles, that was inspired by Chuck Berry. They used some of his, uh, his beats and stuff, which is crazy. You know, you think, you think all these songs and how they're all somehow intertwined. Somehow. That's crazy. Every fucking song is intertwined somehow. At some point, someone used something, even a couple little chords from one song, put it into their own. Wow. Think about that. Or uh, Led Zeppelin. 
they 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 used a lot of uh, muddy waters beats, and I actually think some of the songs <laughs> just took that shit back then. It was lawless. Now things are, I guess, halfway decent. I mean, they could probably figure out who's stealing what, but uh, back then it was just fucking lawless. I guess what I'm getting at is these people were inspired. That's what it all is about. Inspiration. I'm not trying to steal something from someone. Just get inspired. You know what else that inspired me to do? Create a bedroom mix. Who else had a bedroom mix? Even if you didn't tell the person, you had one. That go-to music that would get you in the mood, get you ready for some nastiness. You know what I'm talking about. I mean, (laughs) I had a CD. Yeah, I can't remember the songs. I don't even have the CD. This was ancient times, but, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, I know, I know people had it. You're laughing. You're laughing because you had one. <laughs> oh shit. Starts out fun, light and airy. You're like, Ooh, this is going to be a good night. Then we'll kick up. You're like, oh shit, it's time. Like I said, the music's gonna move you. And it goes, do do, do do. And then it starts beating up. That's when shit's getting good. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. And then maybe a little extra piano. While you're relaxing, probably smoking after because it was magical times. But yeah, yeah, (laughs) you freaky bastards. Yeah, that bedroom mix. Everybody had it. Don't you fucking lie to me. I have always wanted to go to an EDM concert. I know I said something earlier, but I'm thinking about it again. And fuck yeah, that sounds crazy. I don't want to do the drugs or anything crazy else associated with it. But I would be all about jumping around, spin kicking with glow sticks fucking stuck to my body. I just know I'll be sweating like a hostage, so I'll have uh, at least five sweatbands. You know, two on my ankles so my socks don't get wet, two on my wrists so I'm not just swinging around sweat, and then definitely one on my head. They're going to be like, are you here for a basketball game or for this concert? And I'm going to be like, motherfucker, I'm ready to get down. And then I pull out a fucking giant glow stick bow staff and start swinging it around like I was a fucking ninja turtle. And then as soon as I stop fucking swinging it, the beat drops. Crazy shit. 
That's what I'm thinking. That's why I want to go to one of those concerts. All right, all right, all right. Who thinks they can sing? I know I can't sing. But once I set foot in the shower, I have the most amazing voice. The acoustics are just amazing in there. And I think that's for every shower. Or just the steam from the hot water makes my voice sound mesmerizing. I can hit all the high notes. I can hit all the low notes. But as soon as I step foot out of that shower, I sound like a fucking injured animal. I'm telling you, I just love to hear people who can sing, sing. I, I fucking love that. I think that's awesome. Sing that shit loud. Sing that shit proud. Fuck yeah. Okay, so the only other time I'm really singing, I might be in my car. And not with the music. Like, sometimes I'll just turn the music off, and I'll drive, and I'll just sing about what's going on. Hey, mister in the red car over there, don't get in my lane or I'm going to fucking hit you, and I'm going to keep on driving, you dirty son of a bitch, dirty son of a bitch. Or, I might be in the grocery store, all right, time to go get some eggs and milk. Eggs and milk, woo woo, eggs and milk, time to get it. Could you please get your fucking card out of my way? I'm just trying to get a carton of milk. Trying to get a carton of eggs. Get the fuck out of my way, or I'm going to break your motherfucking legs. (laughs) Yeah, so I'll, I'll, I'll sing crazy songs. That's my thing. Sing a crazy song. To get me along. So I'm not doing wrong. Stupid shit like that. (laughs) I can entertain myself for hours. Don't worry about that. I enjoy the music. But I can make the music. Music. It's gonna move me everywhere that I want to be. Look at me. Dancing to the beat. (laughs) Dancing to the beat. What are you doing? You dance to the beat. You're moving your feet. Playing with your meat. <laughs> beat, beat, beat. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, those are uh, those are little little ditties that I uh, I'm gonna put out there. Quintuple platinum, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I brought in a special guest, my buddy, Dustin Perot. But you may be familiar with his work as The Search Within. You know, I brought him here. Thank you. Thank you, Dustin, for taking time out of your busy schedule. Brother, man, it was a pleasure. Thanks for having me. I've been wondering when I was going to get in on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm an, I'm an asshole. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, but uh, I got things going. 
Uh, I got you here. I want to promote whatever you are doing, when you're doing it. You're doing a lot. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about what you uh, may have coming up? Shoot, man, yeah. Uh, there's a lot going on for me right now. Uh, luckily, I mean, the world's kind of opening back up, so uh, there are a lot of opportunities out there for myself as a creative. Uh, right now, uh, I'm doing a, I'm doing a straight play. It's a comedy written by Steve Martin, actually. Uh, it's called Meteor Shower, uh, and we're doing that at the Washington County Playhouse Dinner Theater. Uh, we are doing, I think, six more performances of that. Uh, if you go to WashingtonCountyPlayhouse.com, you can buy tickets there. Uh, we have shows the 6th and the 7th. Uh, we have shows the 27th and 28th. And then we have shows September 3rd and 4th. Uh, after that, uh, I'm going to be doing like a cabaret style performance with my girlfriend, Kristen Davis, at uh, the Act Black Box Studio. That's on September the 11th. We're going to be kind of tackling some music from shows we've done in the past, um, some contemporary music uh, to kind of like duet things for her and I to do together, and maybe like some dream roles from shows that we haven't had the chance to do yet or are looking forward to do in the future. Um Let's see, this fall I'm going to be dropping a single for my music as The Search Within. Uh, I'm going to be doing an acoustic performance at that Black Box studio uh, October 23rd. And then November the 2nd, we're going to be doing a one-night-only revival of Rent at the Historic Maryland Theater. Uh, and like I said, literally, I know it's kind of it's a Tuesday night, not a common time to do a show, but it's going to be a one night only thing. And uh, we're uh, pulling out all all the uh, all the sort of like special tricks and everything for that one. So it's going to be a good time. Nice. Nice. Well, I, <laughs> I appreciate you uh, really taking time out of your super busy schedule. You're, you're 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 booked up to, for the rest of the year. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's like a night here, a night there, but yeah, I mean, it does. There are a lot of things to to keep me occupied. I don't like having free time, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's not me. Uh, uh, I'm I'm good for a good nap. That's what I need. <laughs> I mean, I definitely enjoy the uh, the daytime naps myself. Oh, it's it's all the time for me. But uh, <laughs> we're gonna keep it going. Um, listen. I got you here. I have been around you for a, quite a few of your musical performances. And, uh, you know, we've never really talked about the type of music you like, you know? So okay. uh, I got you here. I'm going to ask a couple questions, shoot the shit, have some fun, laugh, cry. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. I'm here for a good cry, man. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. We're going to get right into it. So, what is your favorite type of music? Oh, man. I feel like, uh, a lot, like, like a lot of musicians, I feel like I kind of go through like seasons in life where uh, there are certain things that really kind of pull at me and certain things that I'm really enjoying. And I mean, I feel like everybody kind of has that regardless. Like sometimes in certain moods, you listen to certain things. But I would say probably like alternative, like pop rock, pop punk music is something that's always kind of spoken to me. That's kind of the music that comes easiest for me when I'm writing. And um, I think if I just had my choice to listen to anything, like if you did the whole like you're stuck on a desert island and you could only listen to like one type of music for the rest of your life, that would probably be what I chose. But gosh, man, I I love a little bit of everything. Uh, heavy metal, hip hop, electronic music country pop 
uh, show tunes, you name it. Uh, I can find something to appreciate about it, especially as a musician. Nice, nice. See, that's that's why I like you as a friend. That's <laughs> why. I don't care what kind of music, as long as it's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that that is that is a requirement. It does have to be good. All right. So, next question: Do you believe music can control or create a situation? Oh, absolutely. Uh, so positive, negative uh, music can absolutely, absolutely have an influence. Um, I I don't necessarily know that it would control control one, but it definitely can have an influence or or possibly create one. Uh, for example, uh, I was in Ocean City one time uh, with a couple buddies of mine, and we we did this thing where we literally just packed up our acoustic guitars and we went with l- literally a couple bucks in our pockets combined. Like we had enough money for the gas and maybe like the first thing that we were eating when we got down there, but that was about it. We slept in a Walmart parking lot in the van overnight. And we hung out on the beach during the day and our whole goal was we're going to, we're going to set up on the boardwalk early in the evening, uh, in an area that's kind of like a high traffic, high foot traffic area. And we're going to play some music. Like we've been playing music together for a long time. We had a couple hours of covers and like some original material and stuff. And we were just like, we're going to busk it out and we're going to see how much money we make. And that money's going to determine where we stay for the night uh how long we're going to hang out uh what kind of food we're going to eat what we're going to drink like sure, said, we're going to sure. we're going to earn it we're going to see what happens um and we we made we made a good little bit of money in like probably about 3 hours um but at one point we did have to move our entire setup down to a less a less populated area because we had a bunch of people standing around watching us play to the point where they were blocking the blocking the trolley lanes and the the cops came up like the the ones on on the horses and everything like so it was it was a little funny but um they 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 clopped up trotted up and they were like hey listen guys um you can't play here anymore like you're Call, you're literally causing traffic to be backed up. If you guys don't move the setup or get people under control, uh, you guys are the ones that are going to get in trouble for it. Uh, so naturally, we didn't have any money to really like bail ourselves out or anything. So we moved the whole setup. We moved everything down, but we were fortunate enough to have a lot of people follow us. And like I said, we made a good little bit of money in those three hours, uh, enough for us to get a hotel for the night grab some drinks, grab some good food and have the gas money to go back home. So that was early on while I was playing music too. So I think that experience was one where I kind of was like, you know what? I can do something with it. It it might not ever be super glamorous or anything like that, but I can, I know I can make something happen if I have to. And that was just a fun experience, especially to share with two of my best friends too. Right. Just going out there. Bare minimum, kicking ass, taking names. I like it. I like yeah. it. I, n- it was funny too because we went back a couple years later and we played at the same spot. And there was a hotel like right across the way. And the first time we played, somebody like near the very very top requested us uh, requested that we play a song, and we did. And we came back. It was probably about three years later, and same hotel, same spot up at the top, same family it was like, hey. Were you guys here a couple of years ago and played Hey Soul Sister by Train? And we were like, yeah, that was us. And they were like, will you play it again? And we were like, 
hell yeah, we'll play it again. So I played it again, and sure enough, they came down from the top level of the hotel and came down and gave <laughs> us probably like 20 bucks in our guitar case or something, and we just kind of shot the shit with them for a minute because it was just uh, like, what are the chances of that? Yeah. Like, It wasn't even like we went the same time of year or anything like that. It just <laughs> happened to be the same spot. And it was a, it's just small freaking world, man. <laughs> Or they were waiting for you the whole time. <laughs> Three years. It's <laughs> impressive. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, so everybody knows, I I never heard these uh, answers before or these stories. I didn't know uh, he was a rebel, and I uh, hope they don't uh, cut this show off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was pretty tame, I think. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to get you in trouble. We won't, we won't get there. <laughs> Should have used a different name. <laughs> we'll figure something out. <laughs> All right. So uh, I, I've, I've told everybody this. My favorite uh, guilty pleasure song is uh, Shake It Off by uh, Taylor Swift. Oh, good. Yeah, that's a, that's a good guilty pleasure song. Yeah, people think I'm crazy. Uh, they don't talk to me anymore. I've lost some friends because of it. But exactly. uh, Were they really your friends then? Exactly. Exactly. You're right. You're right. Um, good riddance. <laughs> but what is your favorite guilty pleasure song? Now, this is an easy answer. Uh, but it almost it feels bad to even call it a guilty pleasure song because I feel zero guilt when I listen to it and for the reaction that comes from me when I hear the song. Uh, but if we're going to classify it as a guilty pleasure, I would say it's going to be Party in the USA by Miley Cyrus. Okay. okay. I don't know what it is about that song, but every time it comes on, like I literally want to yell it and... Uh, more than a few times, I've had a couple of uh, adult beverages when that song has come on and like made up a dance to like the words that were happening, uh, and they've almost all happened in public places. So that's where the the zero guilt or shame definitely comes in. Hell yeah! Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean. I did the same thing to shake it off. I uh, did a little strip tease, but uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I can't really talk about the police report anymore. <laughs> Probably for the best. <laughs> what exactly were you shaking off? <laughs> Everything, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I don't. I don't know if you had a, a favorite song last year. Oh, you see, it's it's tough. I mean, I do definitely like to try to get out there and find new music, but I don't necessarily know that I quantify all my new music as like stuff that comes out like right at that time or like right like in that same year or anything like that. Sometimes I just discover things that I'd never heard before and they're new to me and I really, really like them. They might be a year or two years old, whatever, something like that. But I think this last year there were two artists in particular that really stuck out to me as like doing something that was really cool, whether it was just them individually or like their whole like writing team and like all that kind of stuff. But um, I've been delving more into pop music because uh, it's my dream to write songs for other people. I want to, I want to pitch songs that other artists uh, turn into their own and I want to make all the dollars off of it and not have to deal with all the, 
bullshit of people trying to take my picture everywhere and like not being able to eat without people being in my face. Uh, I just want to pay my bills, have a little something extra and be able to enjoy that at my house with my girlfriend and my dog. Um, but two people that I think absolutely killed it uh, last year were um, Dua Lipa. Uh, she's doing like a lot of these like pop songs that have these like really funky, funky, like almost like disco-y kind of bass lines. And I remember my girlfriend and I were driving on this long, long road trip and I heard one of her new songs come on and literally within 20 seconds, I was like, I don't know what this is, but you need to find it and download it on my phone ASAP. Um, Cause the baseline was just insane on it and everything, like all the choices they made were great. And I, it just, it stuck in my head that entire rest of that drive. Like we listened to hours upon hours of music and I could not forget that song. Uh, and then somebody else, um, if this will be a popular or unpopular opinion, I used to have very strong feelings about uh, this artist and I am man enough to admit when I'm wrong or man enough to at least admit growth. And Justin Bieber's new album was just so good. So good. Uh, so many great songs on there. Uh, he, his songwriting, his melodic choices, his voice, Everything has just improved exponentially. And the guy's just a hit machine. He is just an absolute hit machine. It, he, he can't miss. And that's why everybody wants him on their songs because he can literally turn chicken shit into chicken salad a hundred percent of the time. <laughs> and that's a skill that I hope to get one day. I like that. I like that. All right. All right. I'm going to have to check it out. I will. I'll, uh, you suggested it. I'm, I'm going to listen. I'm <laughs> going gonna, gonna to take that suggestion and run with it. All right. I like that. I like that. I was, uh, now, uh, these songs that you could, yeah, like you said, the one, you could just play over and over, not get tired. Uh, yeah, uh, definitely. Definitely for a while, for sure. And I did. I, I kind of do that with a lot of new music that I discover. Um, I mean, I have I have so much music on my phone and everything, but usually I'll kind of exhaust the same couple albums for like a couple weeks or like a month or something like that. So like I said, I kind of go through seasons when it comes to music. There, there, are, there are certain things that will always be staples in like my playlist or like if they pop up on a shuffle, I'll, I won't skip them. <laughs> but there, there are things, even like songs from like, people that would consider my favorite artists that like sometimes I'm really feeling it. And sometimes there's just something else that kind of speaks to me at the time. And I think, I think that's the coolest thing about music. Honestly, I mean, it, it can kind of just transport you to a place uh, mentally, uh, emotionally. Sometimes you can even feel it physically. Um, and when I'm, in one of those states where I'm really feeling something like mentally or emotionally or physically, uh, there will be a soundtrack or a playlist for it that I have mm -hmm. on my phone and mm -hmm. I'll live there until I'm out of those feelings. Yes. Okay. I thought that was just me because I, I know I'll get into some songs, start crying. Like I said, we might start crying here. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I don't even know. 
It gets wild sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, music, that's what I'm saying, man. Like you you get it done, you sound great. Uh, I've, I've been to shows, <laughs> you rock out. Apparently, you, you know, you're a riot maker, and I love it. I love it. <laughs> love, love, uh, love causing the chaos, man. <laughs> chaos master. Ooh, I like that. There you I go. Like that. I'm gonna have to trademark that. <laughs> I'll give you a cut. Don't worry. No, no, no. Please, please. You're my friend. Take it. Take it. This is a gift. <laughs> so, uh, there, there has to be one song that just gets you amped completely. Just not even think about it. Here's my song. Gary Wright, Dream Weaver. Oh, I love hearing about a new song. Yeah, I don't know that one, but I'll have to look it up. That that's not. I'm not saying like uh, like I was saying with uh, Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. This song, I don't care what's going on. I'll, I'll stop it all. I'll stop it all. I'll listen. I'll go through every emotion in my body. Uh, uh, punch a brick. Kick a ball, you know. I might cook and cry. I don't, I don't even know where I'm going with this. <laughs> I don't even know. But what's a song that you want someone to listen to right now? Ooh. Okay. I think if there's one that I, like I was talking about, like if I'm just listening and like something shuffles on my phone that like I, I won't ever skip it. I think I even literally saw in my memories today, probably on like Facebook or something like that, that this was like a Facebook status that I made a couple of years ago. Oh shit! Okay. I was just like, no matter no matter what, I will never skip this song. Uh, it's uh, "In Your Atmosphere" by John Mayer. Um, John Mayer is easily probably one of my top three favorite artists of all time. Period. And the guy is just a wordsmith when it comes to lyrics. He's crazy good on guitar. People people that sleep on him because of like the first two songs he released being like acoustic pop little ballad things. Like so there's a place for those songs and I think they're great anyway. Um but that guy is one of the best blues guitarists that I have ever heard. Period. So if you don't know anything about that, you need to look up John Mayer trio or just look up John Mayer guitar and watch that guy work. It's a masterclass just watching that dude play. (laughs) Um, But in your atmosphere is, is funny. It is an old song of his and it wasn't on like his first big album or anything like that. It was like maybe like a, like an EP or something before his big like major label debut. But it was something that was like a little harder to get a hold of, but he did this. Uh, he did this live concert in LA where they they recorded video for it, like and did a live album and everything. And it was cool because the whole premise of that was he did three different sets for that show. He started off with an acoustic set of about five or six songs. And then in the middle, he did a set of about probably like six songs of the John Mayer trio. So like very like blues driven, like very much for like for players. Right. And then the last set was his full band. And like, they were doing like a lot of his biggest hits and all that kind of stuff. 
But in that first set with the acoustic song in your atmosphere, I considered myself a big fan. I'd never heard the song before. So hearing it for the first time and watching him play and like looking up the lyrics afterwards, it was just one that really, really resonated with me. And if I'm meeting someone for the first time, uh, maybe somebody listening to this and you want to know anything about me in regards to like my soul when it comes to music, that song will tell you everything you need to know. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm going to check out some John Mayer. How do you feel about Jack Johnson? I, I don't, I don't dislike, (laughs) and I wouldn't even say that I'm like indifferent because, uh, I definitely went through like a little bit of a phase in, in college. (laughs) Um, I said, you're nodding your head at me right now. Um, I definitely went, went through a phase in, in college, but I don't know. It was just, it was something that like, it was, it was chill. It was like like easy listening, kind of like acoustic music for me. And I was still like fairly new to like learning how to play my guitar and everything at that time. So it was nice to kind of experiment with, but Jack Johnson didn't resonate with me like, like John Mayer and like some other people did, but that's not to say that I don't respect what the guy does because I mean, anybody that made a career out of, doing music is doing what I want to do in some facet. So I'm not going to knock it. Um, I will say the, the album that I liked of his that I listened to in college was called uh, sleep through the static. And we listened to it, me and my roommate all the time when the album first came out and there were some really, some really nice songs on there. And I mean, my girlfriend and I did um, an acoustic arrangement of better together for for a wedding oh, uh, for, okay. for one of her relatives and it turned out really nice and it's probably something we'll keep in a repertoire so as i always i have i have good feelings about jack johnson uh just it was somebody that maybe i need just need to take a deeper dive into now i just have i really haven't listened to him a lot especially not in the last few years so maybe i need to go back and give him a deep dive and see how i feel again <laughs> like you said yeah um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check them out. It was uh, it was college for me also. Okay. Um, yeah, the ladies love the banana pancakes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely didn't wake up too early. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm sleepy. All right, listen. Um, <laughs> I cannot take up any more of your time. You already told me you're doing a thousand things. No, brother, it was a pleasure to be on the show. Uh, September the 11th, my girlfriend Kristen Davis and I will be doing a show that we titled Something Old, Something New, where we sing songs from previous shows we've been a part of, uh, shows we hope to be a part of in the future, and then we'll be doing some duets together too. That'll be at the ACT Black Box Studio, and you can get tickets for that at www.actforall.org. I'll be doing my next The Search Within performance there as well on October 23rd after the Sweeney Todd performance at the Maryland Theater. And uh, for one night only, November 2nd, I'll be reprising my role as Roger in Authentic Community Theater's production of Rent. So get tickets for that at the Maryland Theater website. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. This, this was crazy. This was good. Thank you all for joining me on this episode. This. This is it. This is how you do it. Get fucking nuts. 
Enjoy some music. Don't forget, there will be bonus content right after this. Don't run away. I want to thank my guest, The Search Within. Don't forget, check them out. Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, iTunes. Google them if you have to. Just make sure that you take out the vowels on search and within. Well, well, well. That's it. That's all for this week. Another good show. Damn. I I enjoyed that. This was different. This was a lot of work. But it was a lot of fun. Don't forget, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, casually uncomfortable. And wherever you listen to podcasts, let your friends know. And uh, if they can't find me there, hit me up on the Googles. Yeah, yeah, you can Google me. And casually uncomfortable. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And don't forget, please enjoy a little bonus content. Thanks to The Search Within. I'm Chuck Jerome. And I'm out. Thinking about it.
Let's drink about it, let's drink about it, yeah Let's drink about it, I'm sick and tired of thinking about it I'm a prisoner in my own head Let's drink about it, I'm sick and tired of thinking about it 